Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for tuning into The Switch on Psyched Radio. I am your host, Fem Jatel. I'm really looking forward to today's show because we have a special guest. Today is someone in the community who has been pouring their soul into speaking truth and spreading awareness. She is a poet, a performing artist, educator, rapper, a deep soul with a gangster spirit, a quintessential Renaissance woman. Please give it up for Simago. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Femme Jatel. It's really great to be here. Yes, see, thank you so much for coming out today and joining me. I'm so excited to talk to you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, lots of big changes, so I'm feeling all that. But overall, I, I'm blessed and I am well, so I'm grateful. Amen to that. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, as we were saying, it's been pretty heavy lately. There's been a lot going on. Yes. It's been a lot going on in the world, and there's been a lot going on in personal lives as well. But, you know, we're here to see the day, and that's all that matters. Right, we're here (laughs) celebrating what we care about most. Yeah. So, I want to... Today we have in our show, I'll be interviewing C in the beginning portion. And I'm really stoked that she brought all her amazing sound bath tools and she will be having a sound bath live session and she will be singing as well. So stay tuned. All right. See? Yeah. So here, let's kick off this portion. Let's do it. (laughs) So what is the story behind the name Simago? Ah, yes, there's definitely a story. So, um, Simago started as an online alias name, Mm -hmm. really. You know, I'm a pretty private person, so I wanted to get in touch with uh, what was happening online. This was back in Facebook, when Facebook first kind of started out. Mm -hmm. And uh, Simago is actually just an acronym of my own full name. Mm -hmm. So S-I-M-A-G-O, the two first letters of my, you know, uh, birth name, if you will. <laughs> and I just kind of put those together and it came up with Simago. But what's interesting is a couple of years ago, my mother, she lives in Puerto Rico. And so I go there to visit her. And there's this uh, amazing place called Poets Passage in Viejo San Juan. Mm. And the, the poet there, the woman who runs it, she's the master poet of the spot. Uh, uh, Miss Lady, she actually broke down my name and she was like, look, haven't you noticed? Si and mago. And so in Spanish, mago means wizard mm. or magician. And si is, you know, yes. So I thought it was even more poetic that this brilliant poet pointed out to me about my own, what I had done <laughs> with yeah. my name. And it is actually quite fitting. Yeah. So um, si mago is how I got my name. That's how I did it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. I mm. I feel like without us even knowing why we like, you know, choose either like a stage name yeah. or w- like a handle or something. Mm-hmm. It's like in a way kind of us des- like not even knowing that's who we're going to become, no, but it's yeah. like our soul already calling. Yeah, that totally. So you didn't know that but something in you already like was always there yeah Yeah. exactly and now you're just becoming and developing into simago totally you are simago now totally but more more so in 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 a public way yeah right i'm inviting people into you know what really is a makeup of me but Mm -hmm. also um the essence of what i want to like convey in my art in my work in my just in who i am as a person 
um, it's interesting because at first, you know, my mom, <laughs> she didn't like the name Simago. She's like, I don't really like that name. Now she <laughs> loves it. She just, she, she thinks it's fitting and it's, it's wonderful and she sees it. And so a lot of people see it too. And then it, it really just stuck. People like, oh, that's Simago. And I'm like, oh, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. it's, now I introduce myself as such, depending on where in the circumstance. But that's, yeah. that's the story behind Simago. It's very suiting and it very like flows very easily. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What was the role of music in your early life? Uh, music has, you know, I think with any performer, any musician, any artist, um, like any sound artist, music was just as necessary as air, as breathing. You know, mm-hmm. it started off me... Uh, I think the first CD that I got was a Jewel CD, oh. <laughs> you know, like the artist Jewel yeah. from um, back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And uh, so just the, you know, having someone self-write their music, playing guitar and singing very simply was just, you know, I really took to that. And then I moved to California and, you know, really got into when I was eight years old and then got into rock music. I'd never really <laughs> heard rock music before. And I was like, oh, <laughs> man, I was I was listening to Buckethead. Oh, my God. He was I... one of my favorite. That was that, you know, just even to this day. I love Buckethead. <laughs> A lot of people don't know about Buckethead. Oh, I know. Buckethead. Yeah. OK. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. That's so funny. Yep. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, but hip hop. And R&B and old school Motown music, um, especially salsa music, Mm -hmm. that is just in my genes. It's in my blood, (laughs) you know. Um, We were just talking about, you know, Sade and, you know, La India. These are artists that I've been listening to my entire life. Mm -hmm. And Elvis Crespo also... um, so music just really played a huge part of my life. And when I started actually making music, um, I was doing talent shows in the, in, you know, my mom's house when I was young performing songs that either I'd written or songs that I'd, uh, copied from, you know, Jewel or mm-hmm. whatever artist I was feeling at the time. And, uh, started off just in talent shows and doing things like that. But, um, I hadn't started writing my own music I've always been a poet I mean mm. since I was 10 years old I remember is when I started writing and uh writing poetry specifically and uh that I think you know rap music in its most beautiful is yeah. is poetry it's it is rhythm and poetry mm-hmm. and so that's kind of like a catalyst for me starting to develop you know my words in a way that was unique and original and uh, started off as a very cathartic uh, kind of lamenting (laughs) and a way to lament my emotions and frustrations and joys and all that. Um, And then actually I didn't start rapping, like really hearing my voice for rapping until I was in my 20s. And that's when I it really, I was like, whoa, yo, like, <laughs> you know, I, it's always been there, but oh, yeah. it's, it's really, um, it's kind of just developed a whole energy of its own, very separate from, you know, the sound healing music that I do, like with mm-hmm. just sounds, 
no real vocals or words um and you know covering art or, or artists other artists i was playing the piano i t- played the guitar um mm-hmm. I'm st- i still play the piano um but not the guitar as much but those are instruments that i also you know grew up playing yeah without having written my own um raps per se i used to write music all the time like singing songs but never like in a rapping way yeah. never wrapped my poetry but then I was like oh shit I could do that <laughs> really good that's interesting that you say that because you know I can definitely get that just in your presence you're it's very soft yeah and very like f- like floating in a way Aww. but mm-hmm. in a sense you're also very powerful in your presence and yeah. I wonder if like you know your soul are the words and like your power is your rap because yeah. I feel like that's when you combine the two yeah. where you were when you were ready and you like really em- in a way embodied yeah. your power totally. and you re- basically were ready to spit it out to the world. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. so, you know, very, um, very keen of you to, to <laughs> notice that because absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say that is definitely when I rap it is a outlet for this just centered powerful just abrupt Mm -hmm. saying (laughs) like part of me that is just very uh very confident very clear um and sometimes me like simago Mm -hmm. or see you know sometimes I don't feel that way me but then I can tap into and channel that within myself especially through my music yeah Mm -hmm. yeah your music is literally your power it is it's your creation it is it's my message yeah Mm -hmm. which I have a few questions about that actually pretty soon um so so you just said you've always had a passion for music what inspired you what inspired you to sing and make music of your own Hmm, that's a really good question. I would say um, my first source of inspiration towards creative and artistic self-expression would be, you know, uh, well, my my dad, actually. My dad is a true blue artist, like in every sense of the word. Um, So I grew up, you know, enveloped in the arts and just kind of trained to express myself in an artistic way Mm. and um I mean I mean I remember when I was we were all third grade playing the recorder and you know the wooden wind instrument and uh I think that may have been the first instrument that I played Mm -hmm. and you know even then my dad put it over some b footage that he had on a like 35 millimeter camera (laughs) and you know back in the early 90s you know and and he kind of created this video and so that I just recently went to go visit my dad and he just showed me that video again I was like oh my gosh that's so crazy (laughs) but um so that is kind of I think subconsciously been a source of inspiration for me to use music and sound Mm -hmm. and original video and put it together and create this like experience 
right? These, these, um, creative, expressive experiences really. And then, um, I think as far as what inspired me towards what else inspired me towards music is, um, other artists and listening to them really express themselves through music mm. you know um like incubus and mm. <laughs> oh, just incubus. oh i know they're just so, so great good. like i just really felt it i felt their words i felt you know um like lil zane all these <laughs> artists that m- most people may not even know of mm-hmm. but they were to me very inspirational oh yeah um warning by incubus is like probably like one of my all-time favorite songs that's awesome and just like the intro like the guitar like just the strum of the guitar and like literally like if you watch the music video well the song's called warning and it's like you have something big to come but it starts so like calm and then yeah yeah chorus so so good love it um where are you from I'm originally, I was born in Chicago. Okay. And then my mother, um, she moved us to Southern California, Orange County, Newport mm-hmm. Beach when I was eight. And she was also in her 20s. I had a very young mom. Mm-hmm. And so she just, we went there on a vacation and she was like, this is what I want for my daughter. <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Super radical and just really wanted to give me, um, an experience of sunshine and growing up on the beach. Mm-hmm. And so I had that and it was hard cause you know, I was very close with my dad and yeah. loved my, love my family. But even then, especially loved my, my family and my dad so much in Chicago. Yeah. So I, I like to say I'm, I'm bi-coastally raised, yeah. you know, I was raised in Newport beach and in uh, Chicago. So, which could, I mean, could have been, opposite ends of the world you know as far as culture and what (laughs) I was exposed to and so you know I uh I think having that in my experience growing up really gave me a very well-rounded perspective of types of people and Mm -hmm. types of uh culture and uh and also the ocean which is a huge part of me you know I'm Mm -hmm. I'm actually I'm Caribbean myself Yes. You know, um, uh-huh. Afro Latinx Caribbean, um, multi biracial, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, that really, that I'm from all these places, of really, course, you know, yeah. Chicago, I'm from California, raised in California, bred in California, moved back to Chicago. My mom, I mentioned earlier, she lives in Puerto Rico, so. I go to Puerto Rico, you oh, know, and it's awesome. so, and then to have that there, you yeah. know, and, um, I have family in Seattle, which is also another place that I'm going to be exploring, you know, the, the community in Seattle, the arts community living there for a little bit and sharing just this work in that mm-hmm. place too. So, um, I really do have quite a few homes yeah. in this, in this, you know, part of the world. Yeah. Which is really dope. Um, I've actually never met necessarily like a a, a raised like culture. Like I know yeah. like it's one thing to be like, oh, I'm in California and I moved to like from 
the city to like the suburbs but to really explore and my god i'm sure chicago is literally the polar opposite of orange county no it really (laughs) is i know i recognize your 949 and i was like 949 that's That's newport beach which you know what um for me because you know i went through like a lot of you know you know experiences because i am biracial and i am latina and i am afro latina and Mm -hmm. you know i have a white passing mother but Mm -hmm. who doesn't have the experience of you know being caucasian or even you know and and um my father is uh he's not american you know Mm -hmm. so i'm first generation american at that so it's just a it's a very different experience but newport beach I gotta tell you, it's just, it's real chill, you know, <laughs> yeah. once, if you can get past that, the majority of people there are very conservative and they are, you know, Caucasian yeah. and wealthy and, um, they have a lot of resources like youth yeah. and there's just a lot of resources in the community um, from the people who live there and yeah. they are on the more, yeah, they just financially economically yeah. you know stable uh, space of the world part of the world that you know it but at the same time I had a single mother so it wasn't yeah. who was just like a badass and who just right, right. was holding it down in a in the same neighborhood as all these yeah. like married wealthy couples oh, and to her single dude, moms dude she, single right moms, they yeah. are just I mean it's powerful what it you know um but so it's like I have this experience and part of my being there, but I'm also, you know, my dad is like, we're poor and we come from the <laughs> streets and we are from Cuba because my family's from Cuba and we, you know, went through the heart, you know, so, so I'm also mm-hmm. just indoctrinated with like extreme humbleness. Don't forget yeah, what yeah. you are and <laughs> like where you came from. So it's like. You know, and and my grandma just calls them these Americans, like those Americans. Like we don't even, you know. It's true, and like uh, that's awesome that like you know, you had the experience of you know being in a, a safer and more stable environment like right. Orange County, but you know you know that your family didn't come from that. They didn't. It's a completely different experience, especially like you know growing up in. I don't know. I definitely have myself encountered people yeah. where it's like, okay, they know what it's like to struggle and where we came from. Like yeah. we didn't have everything. Right. And like when we got something, we learned to appreciate it yeah. so much more because you work for it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure seeing your mom like trying to keep up to, you know, create this life for you of right. stability. She yeah. probably worked her ass off. And, yeah. you know, that's something also when we look back you're you know you're grateful for your parents you're like wow like I didn't you know to 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 us as kids we didn't think of it to be anything but now like as we're older and we have to work for ourselves you're like Mm -hmm. oh my god like that Mm -hmm. that was crazy like all the sacrifice and and whatnot all because they wanted they put you as a priority to make sure you had a blessed beautiful life really and yeah it makes you very grateful and humble and yeah that, yeah that, that that humility mm-hmm. yeah um would you say your roots inspire the tone and messages in your music yeah absolutely you know um 
my roots. So you know what? I'm going to be fair and say absolutely yes. And also there's a place that my music comes from that really is just uh, all the places that I've, my roots, but also who I am on the Mm -hmm. inside. So there's, for example, there's elements of my music or elements of in the work that I do, the sound work that I do and the creative work that I do that is so different from any mm-hmm. of the specific places that I've been to or that I'm from or that raised me yeah. or that made me, um, that loved me. I'm also something else. There's also something else. They're like, whoa. And I think that that is because of all that far, like, you know, I'm, I, I'm cultured, yeah. you know, I have that cultured, uh, quality and it Mm -hmm. all kind of shows itself there so it's you know and um so it's like you you can hear some singing bowls on a track and then some just like real gritty soulful rapping Mm -hmm. and then with some salsa beats playing (laughs) (laughs) so you have all these different elements and they might not make sense to someone you know but to me it makes sense yeah and then it typically music translates an energy in an essence Mm -hmm. and you pick up that you're like oh wow that's yeah and it's truly just like a reflection of yes my roots where Mm -hmm. I come from what inspires me as a person and also just like way deep within uh, myself my mind my Mm -hmm. I I believe in souls and spirits and all that so way deep within my own spirit and my own soul my own self yeah. yeah, maybe even past selves. <laughs> you know, you. I think there's something to that, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I agree. Um, you have such an ethereal, soulful, of course, but yet real voice in the lyrics of your songs and poems. When you sing these words, are there messages you are trying to pass on to your audience? And if so, what are these messages you're trying to pass on? Yeah. Um sometimes or oftentimes what inspires my um my words my poetry my music is these are you know messages that I need to hear you know Mm -hmm. they're coming from me to myself like if there was a higher being that we all had you know and then our human self and we can tap into this higher being what would those words say and -hmm. a lot of the times it comes from from there um and yes, also, I do have specific messages for specific people, communities of people um, that I want to utilize these gifts so that they can it can tap into them and it can tap into their mind. I do believe that music and sound and art is the most wonderful weapon in the world. Mm. And I say that because it's, it's very powerful, right? It can truly tap into the psyche of someone and it can mm-hmm. tap into the soul and the heart of someone, of people, of the masses, really, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I think that that's a great power. And with great power comes great responsibility to mm-hmm. utilize that power. You know, Nina Simone has this quote, it goes um, something along the lines of, the job of an artist is to tell, uh, oh gosh, I'm going to, I might not get it all the way right, but uh, the, the, as far as I'm concerned, the artist's duty is to tell the story of the times, something like mm. that. She says something mm. to that effect that like basically as artists, we need to tell the people after us while we're in our yeah. in our lifetime what's going on with the world, what's going on with us, what's going on as an artist. Yeah. And I love that. 
And I think that the responsibility of us artists is to really shape and shift the mm. consciousness of people. Totally. You know, yeah. really to recognize that these beats, these drums, these sounds are rooted in us, deep mm-hmm. within us, like these tones. And I'll share some of these, um, you know, truly powerful tones through these instruments that I brought here today. Yeah. Like they have the capacity to tap into our DNA yeah. and really shift the frequency of our of our thinking process, of our thinking patterns, of our mind, of our thoughts, of our body, because we are live beings that omit frequency. And this isn't spirituality and this is physics at this point. It's true. Yeah. You know, so all this the things that we listen to, repetitive sounds, you know, we're getting into a part of society where we're talking about, you know, affirmations and Mm -hmm. and repeating sayings every day mantras to reprogram your mind all the Mm -hmm. stuff we listen to it's the same thing you know it's the same thing and and it's that's that sticky line right where it's like where does an artist we become responsible for how our sound and music and message impacts another totally yeah but also i think as a whole people we're all being invited to elevate and become more conscious yeah become more awake of our impact in every way right you know we're not perfect i'm not perfect you're not no one's perfect and we have a responsibility to you know once you've kind of become conscious to the impact that you can have Mm -hmm. for better and worse and everything in between you got to use as much as of what you've got to you know to hone that and to yeah. be responsible for that yeah so. oh i love that response mm-hmm. it's beautifully well said yeah oh, thanks yeah it's true i when you said like it comes down to physics it's so true i've mm-hmm. kind of like you know i myself am a spiritual person yeah and you know trying to break it down to someone who may not see it in that way i kind of like to I like to because I love science and I incorporate, you know, have you seen like magnets? Right. Yeah. So there's yeah. a positive and a negative and charge. a negative. Yep. And sometimes if a positive and negative, if something if like attracts like, right, mm-hmm. like you're attracting to an atom mm-hmm. energy wise. Yeah. So you're like a magnet to something to someone because mm-hmm. you're in that energy that connects to that. Yeah. But if you face like two negatives and negatives, they repel right. two positives, positives, they repel because they're not attracting. Right. And I think, you know, that's kind of a way to see energy and frequency, too. It's like there's certain people you're drawn to. Yeah. And there's certain people that you're just like, I don't know what it is, but I just nothing against them. But there's just mm-hmm. it's just not clicking. You're right. not attracting their, the magnet, the frequency, whatever their energy is. Right. You're just not going to connect. And. That's okay, but you know that I truly believe that, and you know with that quote too, how you said it's important to talk about times and mm-hmm. you know like we were saying like the state of the world and everything going on, you can really s- hear in people's me- old music. You can yeah. kind of sense like I don't know the fifties were very like heartbroken and yeah, that was romantic, all there. Very yeah. Dreamy, very- yeah, and it all reflects in, like, a time period, you know, the 60s, very um, <laughs> psychedelic but right. still there was just, I don't know, everyone was kind of, like, lost and trying to go into something deeper and right. change. Literally, that kind of broke down everything. And, mm-hmm. 
and now we'll maybe we don't understand now but down the line we'll hear back in hindsight and be like, that's it'll what's be going on yeah yeah and i definitely like to channel moods and feelings mm-hmm. by era yeah if that makes sense like totally a certain era can totally make me feel a type of way yeah like 80s music yeah it's just like you just want to party yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah know? that one i listen to my, with my friends the most yeah. actually um how would you describe your music mm. it depends uh what specific type of uh music so if i'm doing you know like my sound uh sound healing work that's gonna be a lot more um ethereal intense um deep um it can be confronting Mm. um when i look at my you know rhythm and poetry you know singing yeah i'd say there's definitely a soulfulness a sultriness a grittiness a rawness um there is a, uh, a very poetic, um, there's a, it's very lyrical in the sense that it's, it is about the words too, mm-hmm. you know, it's like there's music you listen to and you just want to zone out and hype mm-hmm. up, you know, <laughs> that's great, I, you know, I love that. And at this point, I think my music is just, it's, it's a lot more, um, it takes, brings you in, mm. right? It brings you in and... Um, asks you to listen or not but mm-hmm. that's that's really the invitation to really listen to the message so yeah so soulful gritty sultry ethereal i hear mm-hmm. um like 90s i hear like they have a, there's a 90s kind of sound mm-hmm. we were talking about eras and yeah. how you can kind of tap into the uh, like the essence of an era so there's like i get that a lot especially from my homeboys who've been making music for a long time (laughs) you know they're like you got like a east coast west coast like soulful like hip-hop sounds like that actually makes a lot yeah Yeah, i I see it i see it (laughs) there's that too you know uh i was asking because sometimes even me i feel you know funny asking people what what how does my music sound you know (laughs) like but i actually asked my mom that uh, the other day because she was listening to it she was like oh gosh i just she's a fan so <laughs> yeah, that's cool hey, if she likes it's all that matters right, well she's this fan she's, she's kind of a hardcore critic so i you know she's not gonna blow smoke up my up my butt or anything like that but she said she's very it's very powerful gritty mm-hmm. soulful and sultry and um oh, yeah yeah and i i have to agree i'm like you're right you're she's right, you're right. She really it's is. got some of that in there yeah. it is yeah it's like even just like in I when I heard I am the moon, yeah, and that is why I wanted to like. Oh my, like, who is this girl? Yeah. I just like all the elements of that. It was like not like one thing yeah. the whole way through, yeah. and you guys will hear it um, pretty soon after the interview portion. But yeah, there was just so much like a wave of mm-hmm. I didn't really know what to expect, and I didn't know what to expect. Like yeah. the whole way through the song, like shocked me. But it was it was so good. It was so like soulful but yet very like empowering yeah and i definitely hear all those components she's totally right totally well i have to give that up to my homie who's my music producer uh, mike walty based Mm. out of from oakland based out of um 
Berkeley right now, his studio, B-League. He's got a recording studio and a vintage record and clothing shop in the front. And, you know, he stays there and artists are always there. He is just, I mean, an incredibly wonderful creative person and and a great person for me to connect with, you know, through music. And he just he's just an incredible producer Mm. too you know what I mean so and what I really enjoy about working with him is he you know first he's my homie that's a friend you know and but also he um he just makes music that I mess with like it just it's good for it just sounds good to me and then I'll be like yo bro can we do this here and can we add this there and can we like let's make a beat record i'm gonna play these mm-hmm. any idea he'll just like take it and synthesize it and alchemize it. it and tune it and do this and that and it just sounds and then he, it has all that you know yeah. the, the change in the keys and the where this comes in like or chanting or something uh-huh. so um i've loved working with him and I'm really excited to work with, you know, other producers and other people who have just as many beautiful gifts with yeah. that. Because, you know, I think this music is really, my music is going to be expanding. Yes, and, uh, I totally see it. I do too. I'm so it. excited for you. Thank you. And yeah, the world literally needs to see you. Thanks. It's, I appreciate it's that. It's time. I think we talked about once um, when I first spoke to you on the phone yeah. about you know it's kind of hard as an artist to kind of push yourself because you know you're the only one that holds you back but you said like it's time like I feel me I yeah. think it's time for me to be out there and yeah. I agree and it's only until you're ready it's always going to happen but you yeah. know you have to like remind yourself like you got it you could do it and yeah. um, something and someone will really appreciate when they hear it yeah. you know it's that it's it's for you as well, but it's, you know, like you said, a message and like yeah. someone out there, it's going to impact them. It will. And it has. And, um, I think that's one of the trippiest things as an artist and as a poet and as someone who's just genuinely sharing from them, from the, from themselves, from the core of themselves yeah. is, uh, when you, when I performed in front of whatever crowd and then, you know, we get the one two three people come up to me after and they're like your song just mm-hmm. like I felt like you were talking to me and I was yes. like I wrote it for you <laughs> you know <laughs> like I did you know mm-hmm. and whether or not you know that specific particular person was in my thoughts as I was writing the lyrics down it really is um for them yeah. and my father you know I, I just respect him as an artist so much he always says that as an artist, once you put your work out there, it's not yours anymore. That's it. It's, tr- it's, yeah. it's theirs okay. now. And it's just like, <laughs> and it's, you know, and it's inspiring and it's daunting. And it's also like, you know, because we are artists and we're sensitive about our shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, gatekeeping is real. <laughs> right. And but but I think that those words were very powerful. You know, they're very powerful. And uh, and I and I don't just intellectually get it i really see that mm-hmm. like i really see it you know i've had a couple friends um who are also incredible artists and poets they've they've said you know and and i know they meant this with love and because there was that love there i could see you know 
I can receive their words on that with love. But they say, you know, see, at some point, us artists, we got to realize that we have a gift, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's not it's not it was given to us, you know, and we decide whether or not we want to sharpen that gift and go through with it or not. Mm-hmm. And you have a gift. And if you don't share that gift, it would be a disservice to humanity. Yes. Like, oh, man. And I'm just like, oh. no, it's <laughs> like, true. It's so true. And it's pressure, but it's, it is. it's the ultimate type of pressure, you know? Um, so it is, you know, it's really time for not just me as an artist, but for all artists who feel hesitant, who yeah. feel like, oh, they don't have enough stuff on Spotify or Apple or like that was never a standard for any artist in any yeah. other history of time. Yeah. Other than this last maybe 10, 20, 15 years you right. know, for it to be on these platforms. Artists just did everything they could to perform and to share and to be yeah. out there and to, if they needed to earn money to eat, pay some bills, that's what they did. Yeah. But, um, I think we're all given a gift from source and if we don't use that then um you know my dad says and I love this he's like if you don't he's very you know we grew up catholic mm-hmm. he's not very religious but we still have that you know mm-hmm. kind of indoctrination so he says you know if 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 god gives you a gift and you don't use that gift man god is going to eat you from the inside <laughs> out i'm just like oh my gosh it's very intense but it's like it's true yeah it's true something's always going to be like calling you you'll never be in full alignment if you're not literally living in your truth really and you know so many of us are i like to think afraid of that because it's a lot of power like you know what it is it feels like when you realize the power that you have within you Mm -hmm. it's it could be scary it's a lot to handle and you know sometimes it's so much easier to just like shy away and like hide it or you know just dim your own light because you're you're not necessarily ready to put that out there but Mm -hmm. my god when you actually start living in that truth and like really like get out of your head of being your own like critic and start being your fan like you shine and that it really does inspire other people yeah to do the same for them and i think that's also the beautiful thing about it because ultimately like we're all just trying to come back home yes you know to ourselves yes anything any negativity or any anything that estrays us from ourselves has just been like the outside world and it the outside world would do everything to keep you from oh, getting yeah. to your power. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so real and true. And uh <laughs> at the risk of sounding super religious, but that's how the devil works. Yeah. Yeah. And the devil, yeah. I don't personally believe the devil is some like you know, red being yeah. underground like f- fueling the flames of hell, you know. Yeah. I I I think that the devil is a, is an energy. It's a it's a type of you know it can look all types of different ways it can show up in people it can show up in places it can show Mm -hmm. up in entity beings yes Mm -hmm. but i do think that that's the ultimate it just wants people to stay at an equilibrium that at a level that is not at their highest fullest yeah potential that is tapped into their source energy and you know sometimes that um 
that can look so yeah it can look so many different ways but I think as you listen to as we all listen to the voice within our gifts our truth you know the people who love us those who we love if we do our best in that way then we can allow others to really do their work for their Mm -hmm. highest and best and we do that for ourselves and that's just an ideal that's an ideal yeah right but that's not always how it is there are there are people and beings and entities and energies in this world who because they're so estranged from their own peace Mm -hmm. or their own light or their own work or their own responsibilities Mm -hmm. as a as a as a creative being in this world Mm -hmm. they you know or it just can't help itself but to really interject and really kind of get in the way of you know source sources work yeah you know your work our work here it's all to astray you can keep you yeah apart from your core yeah i believe that sometimes it's not i don't think because you know i've had my fair share of people who are you know like you were talking about magnets and how Yes, like attracts like, but also it's negative attracts oh, yeah. positive. And yeah, that, you know, it's totally. like that needing that extra, that charge to yeah. just ha- be charged, totally, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so with, I think, people and beings who are here to do some, some really good work, um, a lot that attracts all types of beings. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. You know, especially, you know, I, I do think that my work my music my words my lyrics it's i do feel that there is a healing element for myself primarily but i do think that that because it's so true for me it translates for others and they can pick up on that so then mm-hmm. it becomes healing for them too mm-hmm. so then if you're doing healing work on yourself you're doing healing work that inspires those around you mm-hmm. you're in you're a healer yeah. you know you're a healer and when you're tapped in and spiritual and in tune and in touch with yourself and um your gifts i also think that that attracts people and beings and entities and circumstances that want that healing and want that Mm -hmm. and or that need that Mm -hmm. and sometimes that can be a mutual exchange uh sometimes most of the time it's not yeah you know unless there you know then we come we talk about boundaries and we talk about really noticing what's for you and what's not and you know it's it's tough you know because we're all ultimately in this life together (laughs) yeah and we're all here to you know whether consciously or unconsciously just like elevate yeah i believe that it's true and i think you know you either catch that wave or you just you sink yeah and you will stay there and you know it's not to say, you know, because we're, we're human. And I mean, I guess like a lot of people don't either see it that way or agree. But if you really, really think about it, it just makes sense. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people aren't ready for that. Yeah. And that's the truth. Some mm-hmm. might never be. Yeah, that's that. And that's, you know, for someone like me, who I really personally you know, I see, I can look, you know, I'm Scorpio, so I can really look at, oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so good. Um, 
So, you know, if if you were to believe in astrology, which I do think there is something to that. Mm -hmm. But as a Scorpio, you know, we can really I do think I don't know if it's everybody, but I feel it. I can tap in and see all the sides and all the spectrums of humanity, of the world of and it's it can get really dark, but it it can get really bright and really mm-hmm. light and I know that every human being has those qualities within them yeah you know and and as an educator with youth I've worked with you know youth that need a lot of help people who are in transition from prison and and mm. you know sober living and a young teen parenting teens I've worked with so many different types of people and I've been in environments where I've seen people have such immense breakthroughs within themselves mm-hmm. and I do know that if you want that like you said is mm-hmm. you can you can really access that and so um as someone who i do identify as a healer i really do yeah i, I and I feel i've come it. to terms with that <laughs> for better and worse you have. yeah but you know for better and worse like you know it's, as a healer and the more in tune you come with that you, you i've attracted yeah. you know people who really need a lot of healing <laughs> totally yeah and uh you know and the saving grace yeah <laughs> and and that's not always good it's not always good to um heed to that call heed to that need you know not of course not for myself but really for anybody who recognizes themselves as having a special gift a healing mm-hmm. gift a healing capacity who um can have have a lot of empathy and compassion you know it could be a detriment it could be absolutely i I can i definitely know it's yeah it's we can i can relate to that you know and um and people in my circle are amazing powerful brilliant wonderful like stand-up people and uh and they could they understand too you know and um yeah we can go on and on about just that but (laughs) yeah um, but yeah no, I love it. Um, thank you. Of course, thank you. It's a really great conversation. I know. Oh, my God. Um, let me see. So, um, let's talk about your poetry. Yeah. I saw that you made a pact to yourself to mm-hmm. share your art yeah. and overall work with the world. Yes. What knowledge are you trying to spread to the world with your words along the lines of what we were just saying? Yes, um, ultimately... And I've done this, especially in working with youth, but that if you can just get brave enough to hear your own work as an, as a person, you don't even have to identify as an artist, but that there is an element of the arts that is healing, that is Mm -hmm. inspiring, that is, um, therapeutic, therapeutic. Yes. That there's, that if you, that that's a tool, it really is a tool and that everyone can utilize that tool mm-hmm. to, to access like peace, freedom, joy, healthy outlets for anger and sadness and mm-hmm. rage and even hate. Cause these are all emotions that people feel and yeah. you know, I'm not here to judge emotions. I'm here to express and guide different ways to channel them. So mm-hmm. that, you know, because I've personally experienced and I've seen how if these emotions are misused or misguided or mischanneled, it can be destructive to yourself, totally. primarily to others, to the world around, to your integrity as a as a being, as a, you know. So 
I know that all too well. And I really just want to excite people about, look, there's a way that you can like work at that, look at that, deal with that, express that. Um, have an outlet. Have an outlet for that yeah. that is healthy and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Healthy and beautiful. And even if people don't like it, it's still beautiful. Yeah. So that I think that is, um, without overtly saying that, I mean, unless you go into like, you know, a website or something like that, like one of my social media pages, that's the ultimate goal. Like, that's what I want. That's the message. Like, this is how I stay sane. This mm-hmm. is how I stay tapped in. Mm-hmm. This is how I stay in my power. Yeah. And I can show you how you can utilize this stuff to do it for you too. Yeah. Yeah. 100% agree. I I love that. I totally believe that. Um, music specifically, but any form of art is really just a great form of an outlet. Yeah. And, you know, some of the things we can't say mm-hmm. necessarily we'll find ways to express them because you everything inside of you whatever you feel and anything that you've carried is always going to want to come out yeah and you know for the most part the way we navigate in this world they don't come out in healthy ways right and we try to either distract ourselves but until you let it out it's gonna come out whether you like it or not right and i think you know less any form of creativity because that's the best way to let it out and it is healing that's Mm -hmm. why like you know when you create something it is a healing process and you feel like I know at least I definitely feel really in my authentic self when I do something absolutely that I know I'm like creating because it it's me putting it into fruition Mm -hmm. and something physical yeah and yeah able to transmute it you know like yeah. whatever's inside and it's, it's great yeah. <laughs> to say the least it is it is great so we're coming close to the end of the interview portion All right and the last few questions for you um I wanted us. Uh, I wanted to see about your cultural roots and your background yes. do you celebrate your culture and your art Ah, that's a great question. Um, Because when I think of my culture, I definitely think of, you know, where my family is from, you know, being, um, there's a part, you know, I'm learning a lot about, uh, learning a lot more deeply about um, the origins of like Cuba and Puerto Rico. What is it really called? I don't typically identify as Hispanic Mm -hmm. or, you know, Latinx. Latina, yes, I do, but the more I'm looking and researching technically, you know, if you want to get in techni- technicalities, you know, there's always I'm Caribbean or I'm, mm-hmm. so there's, there's, there's a world of that. And, um, I have grown up to think that my roots and my culture is, is, is a Latina and a black Latina, mm-hmm. a, a mixed, you know, Afro Latina, a C- Caribbean which is a specific type of experience of culture. And um, I just actually started writing uh, like poetry and raps in Spanish. Oh. oh, yeah. So, so that's a whole nother realm. And I, and I have to say, you know, I haven't really, um, 
I have a poem that I've, you know, it is fully Spanish and there's like music and guitar that like, I, I really love, uh, to like play with that. Um, but I haven't done a lot of like reggaeton type music. I I know it's (laughs) great. It's, you know, it has, it's like, it's my peep, you know, mm-hmm. the Puerto Rican started yeah, yeah, yeah. it, you know, um, and I musically like modern day musically like that's considered my culture. You know what I mean? Or like salsa music or mm-hmm. like some type of like romantic Spanish serenading <laughs> something <laughs> that's just or, you know, like bomba or plena or uh-huh. something like that, which is dance. And I started off as a dancer. So, yeah, like that yeah. was the one <laughs> mm-hmm. that was just me. And, and so. Um, I do dance, you know, I, I just danced at like the drums and mm-hmm. like my grandma, you know, she, most Cubans understand, you know, Santeria mm-hmm. to some extent. Oh, and yeah. so she, you know, in, in our culture, when you're dancing to drums and you're dancing to these, these rich root rooted sounds, they tap into other things and you can access, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some believe you can access spirit presences mm-hmm. and essences and you can access spirit that way so i've done that like i f- totally feel it and then i use dance and movement um to tell to to, to just convey yeah. it all and so yes in that way i have but with my poetry and my this form of music it's um i don't know that i don't know how you know much it is reflective of that particular part of my identity like being cubana or puerto riqueña mm-hmm. i don't know if how much sound bowls and i mean rapping started off in the bronx in mm-hmm. the 70s by african americans and puerto ricans and jamaicans you know so rapping yes i'm carrying that a little bit with me but in the mainstream way i don't have a lot of reggaeton songs <laughs> i don't have a lot of Bomba and Plena songs that I've pr- yet. made yet yet, <laughs> yet thank yet. you I we love don't that yeah. yeah it's great oh my so. god I I have I say this so often make reggaeton nasty again yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> good I love that oh my god because oh, yeah that's I oh, I love that and it's great I feel very connected to you in that way because I'm Latina myself yes. so it there's a part of me you know that it's like my duty to keep that alive. Yes. But it's just a side of me because I'm, I'm, I'm was born and raised in America and okay, like Los Angeles. Yeah. But th- when I, when I listen to my music or, and I listen to Spanish music or I talk to people in Spanish, I just feel like, whoa, like there's yeah. this other entity oh, in yeah. me. It's like two separate, like yep. the American upbringing, but you know, my, my root of being Who Latina. And what you are. Yeah. Um, and I feel so tapped into that. It's just, I don't know. It's 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 a beautiful energy to carry, it and is. like I definitely utilize in my everyday life. Like I don't ever let that go. Like yeah. it's who I am. Totally. And I, I never want to be sep. Like I will never separate the two. It's literally like all parts of me have become one. Yes, definitely. I would say in my in my regular life. Yeah. Absolutely. Like the the warmth that Mm -hmm. I have like just I mean it's just such a cultural thing you Mm -hmm. know it's not and I don't you know it's just not 
American. <laughs> it's not American. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, and in America, you know, for all of the, for better or worse, like yeah. I'm so, we're all really blessed to be here. Really, yeah, it's true. And it's and it's really hard because you know I'm, I'm, my family they're immigrants, so they chose yeah. to be here. Granted, the system didn't, you know, did and didn't do them favors mm-hmm. in some way, right? Like it's very different from where where they came from but there is a diff- there is a distinction you know oh yeah there just is and so i i think i carry my roots and my culture in my everyday life like how i am and mm-hmm. and a lot of times americans don't get it you know they'll see yeah. me and so they'll misinterpret certain elements of you know just how i am like just being really warm and kind and right. giving and generous and nurturing and mm-hmm. i think I mean that's just a like divine feminine that's a yes. divine feminine yes. quality in itself uh-huh. and I find that it is much more like natural all over outside of yourself like when you in Puerto Rico for an example in Puerto Rico you go out everyone goes que quiere mi amor? like <laughs> what would you like my love like at the at, you know your waiter taking your order uh-huh. <laughs> so it's just very it's endearing an, it's like everyone's family it really is it, yeah I feel that even like when I especially being in like living in San Francisco I'm very apart from uh, like I don't really see I mean I definitely see a, like a lot of Latinos yeah. but it's kind of very rare to encounter them but yeah. when I do like at In a the store mission. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when I go to the store it's like oh like you know they treat you as if like a, like family como mi tia like yes. she's like just like another aunt and yeah. I love it because it's just like oh, like it's like it's, exactly. it's already there I don't it's even that. know her nothing but it's like we got you. Yes. I got you. Yeah. No matter where we go, it's yeah. it's beautiful to like come in contact with that with yeah, family. Totally, yeah, like a family. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in that way, I, I guess it does translate in my music. Yeah, in, in, an, in, a, in a kind of backwards way. Like it's just that same message. Like you know, I got you. Come on, we got each other. Like, yeah. But I and then that's very different from <laughs> the American way. It's true. It's uh. It's unfortunate. Um, I won't fully discredit them, but it's something I I can 100% feel that sets us apart. Mm, yeah. Um, when did you start working with Singing Bowls? Ooh, I started working with Singing Bowls. Um, my first encounter was when I was in my mid to late teens. Um, my mom had... Uh, we lived in Orange County. I had just moved back from Chicago because I was, you know, Chicago, Cali, Chicago, Cali, mm-hmm. Chicago, Cali, like that. And uh, she just had a bunch of people, friends. She was with someone who was really in the in the world of like healthiness and mm. spirituality and all this and that. And so they would always have people come by with singing bowls and... I mean, just Reiki, and that's kind mm-hmm. of where I first learned about all of these other forms of healing and like mm-hmm. past life regression, hypnotherapy. Like I got um, certified as a past life regression hypnotherapist when I was 20 years old, and Ooh. and only because it was these people that I was just surrounded by and this this culture of healing and yeah. wellness and spirit and this and that. <laughs> it was very, you know. Of all that but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and it was such such a shift you know because um 
it is just different from how I kind of grew up. But uh-huh. but I think me being um, it's kind of it's interesting because you know when you I believe that we're all souls that come into this body. And some, yeah, there's a little bit of, there could be some past life stuff there. There could be some, you know, we have gifts that we need to, things that we want to play out and live into in this lifetime. And I do think that this type of work was always written in the stars for me, I guess. Um, But so, so it was, I think that that's how I feel, you know, and I'm like, oh gosh, this is just a knowing and a home that like I've never known but I've always felt you know within these tools and within this work yeah um and so when I was 17 is when I first kind of started really getting into it but I think what drew me in and what kept me there and what's like had me invest my own resources and money and time into offering these services you know publicly privately um personally is just because they resonate Mm-hmm. It just resonates with me. There you. That's yeah. where you share a little bit of you, your healing. Yeah, and also other source of healing. It's like a channel. It's mm. it, it's it's coming from me. Like I'm helping to facilitate it, but it's really kind of, it's really kind of with the bowls particularly and like the instruments. It's really beyond me. Yeah, it's just a facilitator tapping into the frequency of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. With that being said. Yes. I think it's time for you to perform a little singing bowl session for us. I think that's great. Totally. (laughs) Let me, uh, gonna just take off my headset and yeah, go for it. Please do. That was our interview portion with Simago. Thank you guys for tuning in today to Psyched Radio SF. You're listening to The Switch with Femme Jatel. She's going to set up for a second.
That was beautiful. Thank you. That was so, so beautiful. Wow. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's mm -hmm. feels good. It was fun to watch, too. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like the heaviness I've felt in my chest is... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so good. Wow. You feel it, I think. Uh, you know, we all have stuff, you mm -hmm. know, and and uh, in this culture, I find... Um, and I understand, but I, I find that a lot, it, we're not, it's not really a culture for people to um, talk about their stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we all walk into rooms, we all have to get through the day and, and, and do life, but, you know, we, everyone has stuff in their heart, stuff in their mm -hmm. chest, stuff that they're working through, and, and unless you're in a moment of extreme joy and p yeah. peace and serenity and stillness and nothingness which is also a beautiful place to be in a beautiful state to to be at um utilizing things like this accessing sounds like this mm -hmm. really does help to to soften that stuff mm -hmm. you know that's in our chest in our heart in our stomach in our yeah. lodged in our throat and in our, yep. in our <laughs> thoughts so um yeah thank you for sharing Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much, Simago. Appreciate you. Really appreciate you. With that being said, I think it's time for the world to hear some of your music, if you're ready for it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. This is Simago's single, I Am The Moon. Blessed. I'm living big and doing my 
my best while all the people rest a moon crest making waves in this deep sea body take my place to illuminate what you can embody yeah i'm full and i'm whole come and harvest at my will notice how you feel as i reveal what you can't conceal take note of the real that lives inside your soul let it go let it flow plant the seed i watch it grow the ultimate evening celestial being yeah i light up the path as i rise to the scene every day and every night a holy shrine i will shine with the sun and beyond stand the test of time i am the moon through the shadow darkness i will light shining bright holding guiding light in the darkness i will brighten time in the shadow song that was a song that I listened to where I was like I need to find this this beautiful woman <laughs> where is she Who thank is she? you thank you so much yes produced by Mike Walty at B League um, you can find him um, on IG and all the platforms he has some amazing music he just produced the hell out that song and um, yeah I uh, it started off um, I was going to per- perform it at the Black Joy Parade a few years ago, but we had some technical difficulties and I couldn't, and the song wasn't anywhere near like this at all. It was just lyrics to like a poem <laughs> that I'd written about the moon, but um, thank you. I appreciate it. It was a, a couple months ago, released the music video for this song, and um, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite songs. It's such know? a beautiful song. Such Thank a beautiful you. song. I'm going to be playing some more music next, guys, so stay tuned. Romanticamente, lo 
your flaws Baby, you perfect, man, star That was another song by C. You want to explain it? That was Mask Off. Mask Off, yes. Um, that song, uh, it's going to be, these songs are going to be releasing in my EP coming out next month. But um, that song in particular, um, when I've shared it to some of my, you know, music homies and my close and personals, and per- I've performed it, I think, a time or two. But it's, it's not as literal as it sounds, right? Because we're in this time, we're in this age where we're wearing masks mm-hmm. um, to protect us from, you know, viruses and illnesses and flus and stuff like that. But that's not what this song is about, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's about the metaphorical mask that people wear mm-hmm. um, and how this time of life, it's the time for that to come off and yeah. for us to just be comfortable in our true, authentic self mm-hmm. and to know that, there are places and people where that's safe to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's healthy to do that. And the more that you own who you are and what you are and yourself, nobody nobody got shit on you. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, no one can true. can get you, can touch you. Um, so that's what that song is about. And uh, I think it's, you know, mandates are lifting and for the literal mask to, to mm-hmm. you know, it's not as intense, but um, it's a good time to be reminded of that message. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to have C perform for us. We're gonna go with the Sade yeah live one. Yeah, so this song is called uh, "Just Rise," and but it does uh, it's inspired by some some Sade stuff. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Got gotcha. you. So this song is just something to listen to when you need to be reminded that no matter how 
deeply you fall, you can always rise up. girl who grew up on the streets is shy feeling so lonely so she runs to yet another guy no one could see the inner pain in all the tears she cried they all was blinded by her beauty they bought the lie her full lips and her big brown eyes her long hair jet black skinny waist and full thighs she has the makings of a goddess but look in her eyes you'll see the story of sadness and broken promises a broken heart made from a broken home but looking from the outside you would never know the sorrow she'd be feeling from the depth of her soul trying to prove to herself she can make it on her own but the truth in her eyes speaking no lies so it's hard to walk tall with the chest held high and it gets so hard to make it through the day cause the tears and the rage get in the way so I say uh, don't cry use that pain and that love and that hurt inside it just rise mama stand tall see the truth recognize that you got it all so don't cry Mama, don't cry, stand tall, recognize that you got it all, so just rise, mama, uh, cause you got it all, gunshot lullabies keep her from sleep, so we ride late night past the women who work the streets, conversating about the ways to fix the broken family, how deep-seated trauma, keep patterns of pain, I'll repeat, a young woman just turned 23, seems so much older from the shit that she's seen, daddy walked away so her mama got hard, big brother game banging, now he locked behind bars, family torn apart and she trying to put the pieces together, trying to find a way to make it all better, so she runs to these dudes who leave her empty and used, using sex and love to heal wounds, putting life in her womb, she had a child, a son to light the darkest days, no one could quicker put a smile upon her sweet face, he gave her joy and a place to call home, she's a mother now but still she be feeling alone so I say don't cry baby girl dry those eyes it's never too late to put the hurt aside all you gotta do is hold what's within put down the war and own what's within don't cry baby girl dry those eyes it's never too late to put the hurt aside uh, said all you gotta do is hold what's within put down the war and own what's within Little mama, I know you trying to get by And I want you to remember to keep those sights high Like tears you will fall, but like a phoenix you will rise You a soldier of love, a real ride or die And you deserve what it means to have love and fly Feel safe to express what you feel inside Don't be ashamed if that pain breaks you down or cry Every river makes a path when those waters run dry Don't cry, uh, don't cry Use that pain and that love and that hurt inside It just rise, mama Stand cross and the truth recognize you got it all so don't cry mama don't cry stand tall recognize that you got it all so just rise mama stand tall cause you got it all mm. don't cry yeah. just rise mama stand tall And that's what I was saying. 
the ethereal soft presence you have but mm-hmm. when you rap that was a yeah. completely different yeah. energy that i just yeah. got from you that was awesome oh thank you and they're both very much me and you know what i'm saying like my mom she i would say if you know, we're, we're mixes of our parents, whether they're our birth parents or the people who raised us, but my mother mm-hmm. is just definitely a softer, ethereal. My father is just gangster mm-hmm. as hell. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's really both. Yeah. Oh my God. That was, that was so good. Thank you. I'm going to play another song by C. Mago and then she's going to perform one last song for us. Stay tuned. This my passion and my purpose being beat. That passion and purpose, what you can't purchase. You either find the passion of Christ or purpose of serving. Watch how you move, cause bless like us flocking, hungry and thirsty. I stand in front of the jury, conviction, my hustle worthy. Throw bread, upset. Everyone amongst my clergy hit marks on helmet, blood stain on jersey. I insist on learning all them lessons you got coming, but resist to suffering from them demons that you summon. That's my path, did the math, like the chemist in the lab. Get my pen off to the then I will tell about a hundred different rhymes within a matter of lifespan. Tomorrow isn't promised, so I figured this is my chance. I might spaz and going like the reincarnated COVID. When I'm rapping in my focus, couple things that you should notice. Purpose, passion and purpose. Passion and purpose. This is my passion and my purpose. PMP. Passion and purpose, passion and purpose. This my passion and my purpose. P and P. Purpose, passion and purpose. Passion and purpose. This my passion and my purpose. P and P. Purpose, passion and purpose. Passion and purpose. This my passion and my purpose. P and P. Purpose, passion and purpose. Passion and purpose. This my passion and my purpose. Turns into your purpose. Life it all happens when you're passionate. Turns into your purpose, life. It all happened with my passion. Turn into my purpose, life. It all happened with my passion. It can't be only purpose, but life. Passion and purpose. When I do my shit, it makes the weak nervous. Cause my mission is to share my gifts and things. That was your feature of Passion and Purpose. Yes, featured on uh, Visualize, his album. Um, that was produced by Love Jones, some amazing um, Bay Area artists. Very gifted, very talented. You can um, check that out on Spotify, Apple, all the, all the music platforms. And... Testing? Check, check. I think it's gonna. Test. 
Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, I don't hear my, I don't hear. Sorry about that. We had a technical difficulty. We cut really quick, but we're back. <laughs> we're back, and we were discussing that feature she had. And now she's going to perform one last song for us. If you guys are ready for it, this is called Get High by Simago. First time I smoked, I was 13 After school with this bad French girl Who was an intellectual She was in touch with her sexual A bright rebel So you know we connected on the level Rode to the house on the hill To get ready to kick it With some white boys with money Who was chill, thick, smoke Coming out my face I took a fat toke Then saw light traces The melted faces My body waited And we laughed I found peace at last My life passed in that moment Yeah, I get high just to see The potion, you know I get wise Fly above the ocean You know I stay fly And I move by And get high Yo, I'm just trying to get by So I stay down to get high these anxieties trapped in the back of my mind I'm mostly earth and water sign So always down to get high Free the mind, spread my wings and move through aerial heights A broad perspective of life Some beautiful sights on these ganja flights Spread the youth of my life I stay lifted and flip the script Scrill a spliff, take that hit Blow the clouds of trees, smoke to ease the mind Free the soul, pass the drill, sip it slow Take it easy, lemon squeezy Let me help you light that bow Take a deep breath, inhale and hold with your homies It's the best thing to smoke weed when you're lonely When you gotta get out your head and get connected instead Just roll some herb and break bread and take it slowly It's the best thing to get high with your homies It's the best thing to smoke weed when you're lonely When you gotta get out your head and get connected instead Just roll some herb and break bread and take it slowly 
It's a gift to partake in this ritualistic break Sacred medicine flower, I hold and honor your power Despite the negative hype, it's a part of my life It's written in my fate and all my closest people can relate Man, the smell of weed is one of my very first memories It was only destiny, my Grammy would be the first in my family To smoke a joint with me Back in Puerto Rico, summertime, age 17 Rest in peace yeah, I get high just to see the potion, you know I get wise Fly above the ocean, you know I stay fly And I move by and get high Put the stress aside, allow the mind to just free and unwind You know I love to get by, get high, ease the mind, so spirit aligned a mind so spirit aligned also so good <laughs> thank you <laughs> i love that you just go into it like i yeah you just to totally zone into that yeah. it's really awesome thank you thank you yeah i want to thank you so much of for coming course. out today it was beautiful experience to have you Likewise. perform and thank you so much for the sound healing as well you really are a sound healer you really are thank you so much i appreciate that i appreciate you and i appreciate being here this is a wonderful station and the work you're, you all are doing is really great so thank you for having me thank you yes on behalf of psyched radio and me of course you guys are listening to the switch and I'm Femme Jatel. Support for Psyched Radio comes from the Hydroponic Connection. Located at 1549 Custer Avenue near 3rd and Evans. The Hydroponic Connection has everything you need for your garden to survive, thrive, and flourish. Open seven days a week and go ahead and give them a call at 415-824-9376. We'd like to thank you, Hydroponic Connection, for your ongoing support.
at the reception A glass of wine in her hand I knew she was gonna meet her connection At her feet was a footloose man You can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want But if you try sometimes Well, you might find
just my 